This podcast is brought to you by ThamesCon, bringing conventions to Oxford and London, including the Great Conjunction, the first ever dark crystal convention in the world. For more information, visit their website at www.thegreatconjunction.com. Another world, another time, in the age of wonder. You are listening to Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone! Dea, Tea, Dara, Tea. Your vital essence, the Dark Crystal. Kida, Kida. Come, come, see for yourself. Aru, Garu. How very interesting. Dea, Tea. I feel the song of Thra in my heart! Now go, you heroes of Thra! Hello and welcome to Trial by Stone, the Dark Crystal podcast. I'm your host, Phil, and I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. As this show's release, it will be the two years since um, Age of Resistance um, came out on Netflix back in August the 30th of 2019. Boy, these two years have sort of gone by. Of course, with me, of course, is Sydney. Hello. Hello, Sydney. Two years. Another world, another time. And in the age of wonder? <laughs> uh, maybe not Not so, you know. In, in 2019 re- seems yeah. like the age of wonder now. Yes, I, think. I know. Yeah, yeah. Sort of reflecting back on that, of course. Yeah, it really was. But and of course, with me, um, we, we got our special guest for this two-year anniversary, uh, Jamie. So, Jamie... Hello. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for having me back, guys. Anytime. Anytime, any day. Uh, and, and like, I mean, for me, it's just like when I was thinking about doing this sort of two-year show, I'm like, I got to have you back on because I know it's been a while. and um, It has. I've missed you guys, honestly. I need to start talking about characters again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and we miss you too. Yeah. So I guess, you know, for those who are new um, that haven't listened to any of our shows, um, you know, we've got to a massive back catalogue of shows full of interviews of um, people who worked on the show, whether it's the show or or the original film that started it all, lots of character discussions. And I guess for anyone actually that's interested hearing our sort of our episode by episode discussions, um, that I think I actually checked it. It was actually episode 132. And that was back when it was like Jamie, myself and, and Ethan. Yeah, we were talking, you know, every episode of The Dark Crystal, um, of Age Resistance. And um, I wasn't even a twinkle in your eye. No, yet. I know. I know. I can't. I know. It's like, oh, I, should, I know. It's, it's, it's almost like oh, we, we need to almost need to do like another like 10 episode <laughs> shows of, of Age <laughs> Resistance. Because I mean, yeah, like I actually decided to um, re-listen those shows um well especially the first episode just to sort of prep up you know just to have that sort of energy i guess you know to uh, you know of remembering all these things and i think one of the funniest things i sort of when listening to myself i was like wow i i said the dark crystal age of resistance so many times like that could have been a drinking game (laughs) (laughs) well i mean it was like is it really real it's really happening like kind you were excited and and i think it was sort of like you know, at that time, like, I think we were sort of glad that we were sort of past, you know, that we're, that we're now able to watch the show. And, you know, we, we had, all, like, what, two two years or, you know, probably more than that of, you know, knowing nothing about the show. 
like there's just such a, a lot of mystery and of course things were a bit up and down at times like you know of course like uh, um, the number one thing i think is the new the new york comic con um that was back in uh 2018 when that all went down so do you guys remember when they had us stay up all night because they were gonna show us something about age of resistance and then it was a poster oh yes yes it was a poster yes the poster sure. yes people from like the uk and some people on the east coast up at three in the morning for a bleepity bleep poster that was really lovely that i i love it's on my wall right here i, I want it. it from you guys i see it i think i sent that to you actually you uh you probably did i'm pretty sure <laughs> um but yeah back two years ago when when you guys were having those chats about um upcoming age of resistance and sort of using any little nugget of excitement that henson company was dropping in the meantime i was just a listener at that time and i was an avid listener um at the time and just sort of nerding out on the other side with you and i can say though i will never forget i really hope ethan um listens to this at some point because and i'll tell him to because uh one of the things i specifically remember more than you saying age of resistance over and over i don't remember that as much what i do remember more than that is after you guys went to uh san diego comic-con and saw the preview of the first episode how many millions of times Ethan went, it's so good, you guys. It's so good, you guys. You have no idea. It's so good, you guys, over and over. I was like, wow, I believe it. It's, it got, it's got to be so good. Listen to Ethan freaking out. <laughs> well, and what was so funny about that, though, is Phil was actually thinking, should I fly over to go with Jamie and and Ethan to I was, hang I was, out with yeah, Louie yeah. at the time. It was like, I know. it was crazy. And then we I, had to I, like... I, I was very tempted, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was really <laughs> close because, I mean, because it was actually, it was actually during a time that actually, like with my, my work was really quiet around that time. And that's what I was like really thinking about it. But even though it's like, well, I just came, I just went to the US like a, you know, a couple, just like a month or so ago. Um, yeah, yeah. Was it, uh, yeah, went to the US, it was um, April, 2019. And then Comic Con was July 2019, and um, yeah, just couldn't afford the time, and you know, but but yeah, it was one of those things. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, looking back now, it's like, ah, oh, I really wished I I could have been there. Yeah, oh, look at you. Uh, I had I went to Comic Con the year before, and I wasn't able to go that year. And man, I had never. So so um so for those uh, the, the theater of the mind um <laughs> Jamie, <laughs> Jamie just showed just showed um the uh one of the the passes oh, his badge his, pass his Comic Con badge, badge yes from Comic Con twenty nineteen. But this is a ticket to the Netflix Dark Crystal Age of Resistance three thirty p.m. screening of the first episode um ticket that louie gave me actually his wife met me out front and she handed this to me and then i walked in there and then this is my name badge that i had to have printed out when i was hanging out with louie while he was finishing the show at the post-production facility called harbor um talk about another time in the, in the age of wonder uh, absolutely, like, yeah, it's certainly yeah, like absolutely. With, with covid and the world just gone to bleep um yeah the I, darkening I, like seriously the darkening like more than we kind of joked about it before but it's i keep i i have to not swear because i'm used to my other shows it is really serious <laughs> um like like i mean we'll get through it well whatever like humans do i mean it's dire but like it's actually even hard for me to watch the show because it's 
it's the show is so amazing and so transportive um but it's it it reminds me of this I, idyllic life that we were living for a good year i mean definitely the run up at least two years you know um but like it's it's almost hard to watch because i missed that year i missed 2019 so much when the credits start rolling and you realize what reality is all of a sudden <laughs> yeah i feel that yeah definitely um i mean that, that was the thing like i you know before like recording like i actually decided to watch the first episode because i mean i i don't think i've really watched it, it, i know it's one of those things that was like i don't think i've actually watched like you know actually start watching from you know trying to watch all 10 episodes sort of thing um probably probably since the show's cancellation um and i, and I think it's i think i think it's just i think it's just hard for me because it's just like because of how i think i, I probably not myself but i think you know for yourself jamie and probably any fan that we i feel like that we that we have like such an emotional connection to the dark crystal probably more so compared to other franchises i i don't know with yourself jamie because of course you know you're you know also connected with um with the alien franchise and blade runner um and with dark crystal like i don't know um that that's the thing like do you have like have you had sort of that you know do you have that emotional connections like to those other franchises compared to dark crystal or is dark crystal just like something on another level yeah, Dark Crystal it is. Dark yeah. Crystal is, operates in an entirely different space in my heart and in my head. Whereas with Alien, I can talk about it, I can philosophically uh, meander about it audibly and go in and out. And certainly, I'm connected emotionally to the character of Ellen Ripley. And Blade Runner is certainly uh, a story or stories about what it's like to be human, what that is, how to treat people as humans. Blah 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 blah. You guys know. But the Dark Crystal for me is. And I, I can say this without even, st- I mean, I'm going to say it because we, we need, I need to because we're having a podcast, but I can say it to you guys with, I can say it to you guys because without even speaking, like, you know what it means. But this, the Dark Crystal for me is something so powerful. So I'm so connected to it. It's also been hard for me to watch it because to, in order for me to engage that space, it's just like Thra is a real th- place. It's a real place. I mean, as inside my heart and inside my head. And then we have everything that, you know, Phil and I's connection. And then eventually Phil, I, and Sydney's connection. But before that, me and Phil meeting up in 2015, me and Phil meeting up and meeting Louie, and just boom, 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 and all of these things. And so all of that is connected to the Dark Crystal for me. Um, so I haven't even seen the original film in since 2019. Can you believe that? I have watched, I used to watch that movie once a week. I have not seen it since 2019. And it's been hard for me to watch it. I think because part of it is it's unfinished. The story's unfinished. Um, it it I, really is. I'm not yeah, angry yeah. about it or anything, but I. Oh, no, but, no. Uh, I, I love the, I love Age of Resistance. It is the, the best thing that TV has released in years. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at yeah yeah definitely yeah i think the last time uh with the original film yeah it would have been it would have been last year 2020 because i remember sydney we actually did like a um <laughs> a 38th anniversary you know we sort of talked about it i think we did the video thing and i was um you know having you know looking at some uh taking um photos or stills from the film and sort of looking you know interesting things about it sort of looking back at it but um but yeah i mean that, that's a thing it's like just 
like like there's so much love you know trying to you know watch the show it's like there is you know i still love the show and i'm sort of in the same boat where it's just like but i do find it hard i do find it hard to watch and um and also i think like even back you know like yeah when we met louis and after all the stuff that we saw back in april 2019 and um and then and then um you know just seeing all that stuff and then just knowing how much potential that you know that it could be had it been really super successful you know i feel like you know krennic from rogue one you know we were this close (laughs) uh there was so much potential we were this close um but yeah but it it was just very sad that yeah you know that it it just um um didn't go in the way that you know it was that we of course would have liked for it to go on so yeah yeah however it, it lives up to the legacy of the dark crystal it it performed similarly the the original became a cult hit over time people were like wow this is amazing uh age of resistance had a bit of a different um reaction where right away people were critics and fans were like holy bleep this is amazing this is the some of the best fantasy on television but i i feel like honestly it makes it a little bit more special that it wasn't this as dynamic of a hit as we wanted it to be it keeps it close it keeps it close to our hearts and to the hearts of fandom so when we do see the end of the story which we eventually will i'm sure um it'll be all that more special for us it it would have been a different world if we had had like dark crystal toys at mcdonald's and stuff like that you know We would have got a Plotham Happy Meal. Uh, yeah. I mean, know, I would have gone out and bought it. As a, as a Happy Meal. You best I, I still want that Plotham. Yeah. You know, I want yeah. the Plotham too. Yeah, heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely would have been in that drive-thru and I would have been requesting every single toy for sure. But I'm just saying, I do agree with, uh, with what Jamie's saying about how it is different when it's something that is special to a specific community as opposed to this star wars phenomenon where it's where it's everywhere where you can um anywhere where they sell mickey mouse they also sell i don't know rianne or Dee. um that would it would just it wouldn't have the same meaning and we would be appreciating it for different reasons but it still wouldn't be as personal it wouldn't be as intimate um and that's kind of where i sit on the matter too like I, i'm kind of not to not to uh invalidate the feelings that you guys are talking about by trying to be all glass half full or anything but my perspective on it is a little a little different in terms of i i think back to uh my mentality in like 2015 2016 when we still weren't sure what was on the horizon and the things we had that were dark crystal were very limited and um the amount of people i knew who even knew what i was talking about when i said i love the dark crystal was very limited and I compare that to all the things that I have at my disposal now in terms of comfort in terms of um collaboration in terms of opportunities that I've had through this through this podcast I just not to sound like the person who's like you know let's just be grateful for what we have and forget all the things that we're not happy about that is not my perspective either but I am very much in a position of I have so much more to be grateful from this franchise right now than I think I've ever ever had so I'm trying to I try to focus on that when it's 
difficult for me to, uh, or, or rather when it's easy for me to uh, idealize 2019 and think about, you know, how much more things suck now. Um, because in a lot of ways they do, but in a lot of ways they don't. And um, it's, so it's, that's sort of what I have tried to shift my perspective when I rewatch Age of Resistance now. I think about what it's still representing to me every day. The fact that I can sit here with two other people who are remotely close to my age group, at least, <laughs> who know what I'm talking about because I lived an entire life of, you know, other people my age looking at me like I was from space when I told them what my favorite movies were. And it's like, I don't, that's not my reality anymore. Um, you know, I, I have a new family now and, um, Every time I look at, you know, stupid Funko Pop of Hup or Deet, I think about, hey, how crazy is that? That I can have something from the Dark Crystal on a shelf at Target at all. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Um, so it's, that's, that, that eases the, um, the discomfort significantly for me. It's still two years later, very much representing that for me. And that's very motivating. And it's... Um, I try to I try to make that my focus when I rewatch, and I did actually rewatch the film fairly recently as well um, for another project that uh, we'll talk about on another time. But I revisited the film, and it's really I, I highly recommend it, Jamie. I do think that um, it's interesting to see it through new eyes. Um, I need to. I need to. I really yeah. do. Um, it's not that I. Yeah. Yeah. Just say to turn the the turn our switch yeah. off. It's not that I certain things. Yeah. Like obviously, I, I watched that film as a child twenty eight times in a week once. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I it's uh, I think it's just emotionally overwhelming for me. And for me, when I look back to twenty nineteen, I was out and about. Like I was going to San Diego Comic Con. I was spending time with all these people. You know, Ethan and his wife flew in, and like it was just it was this. It was this life before pandemic, and I think that's um, we live in a very different world now. We're we're in lockdown, or we don't see our friends very often, and I miss that. Um, and I don't. We can, we all we have to do what we can do. You know, we have to live the best way possible. And I don't not engage AOR now because it's hard. It's just overwhelming in the best sense of the word. You know, um, and in uh, but. I, I did watch the first episode. I've seen the show 10 times through, by the way. 10 times through. <laughs> uh, so I'm proud of that. Uh, and I've watched the first episode with in, intending to watch the rest. So I might start continuing to, continue to do that today. And so it's also hard for me to... My, in terms of content and what I want to see, I, it's very little. It's either fantasy or good sci-fi or some good horror. That's really all I can... Not, and there's a lot of, like, garbage on streaming these days. And big, like, whether it's that show on Amazon, that movie with Chris Pratt. What's it called? The Tomorrow War or something. Yeah. It was just... It, I stopped watching it. It was so boring. It was so terrible. Um, I just miss good... To have content as good as AOR, it's few and far between, and uh, I, I I just need to get over myself. <laughs> uh, but I, well, what else Sydney's is new, point, Jamie? Sheesh. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just uh, kidding. Never change. Change for no one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but to Sydney's point, mm. I I definitely think. I mean, we're living in a world where Weta Workshop is now producing Dark Crystal figures and 
collectibles. Oh my God, what a workshop! Like they've just released the the, uh, the know, mini epics amazing. for Jen oh Kira, are, and they are blinking amazing. I wish I, I could swear. Yes. I'm so used to swearing on my shows. <laughs> They're frack, fracking amazing. <laughs> I know. It's not mine. I keep, I keep it. So, um, yeah, yeah. I know. But yeah, this is. <laughs> But yeah, no, that being amazing, yeah, yeah, we went to workshop. Um, yeah, they're just really being up their game in regards to Dark Crystal merchandise, and really, they're being the only ones to sort of been continuing, you know, supporting the Dark Crystal, which is um, which has been amazing. And of course, with everyone from Weta, you know, they're massive fans of the Dark Crystal. I mean, not only from you know people that we've had on the show, like with um Stephen Saunders and um I think Daniel um. Falconer, yes, yeah. But also, I mean, Richard Taylor, like, you know, Dark Crystal for him was one of the, you know, biggest sort of influences for him. Um, that, you know, he's talked about a number of times, whether it's panels or anything like that. Um, or even appearing in, in the original sort of, you know, Age of Resistance merchandise announcement sort of thing. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it's it's really... Uh, it- it is a wonderful, just again, to City's point, it is a wonderful time to be a fan. We have a lot to be thankful for. And I am certainly thankful. Um, I think I'm just more affected by where the world is right now in terms of our lack of connection and then just these resurgence after resurgence and lockdown and then, you know, new wave of Delta. And then it's just, it's taken the breath out of me, to be honest with you. Um, and it's taken a toll. And normally... Yeah, yeah. But I'm thankful to, to swing this around a little bit. I'm thankful for the Dark Crystal family. I mean, everybody I, I interact with online on a daily basis are Dark Crystal fans. That's it. It's Sydney. It's the Ethan. Jessica. It's Alvaro. It's the Jessicas. Yeah. It's Rob. <laughs> it's James Reedy. Um, like, it's, and you, um, that's the family I interact with the most. I mean, certainly I have my own shows and they've been crazy successful lately. Um, but uh, I, it is a, we live in a really good world and we've really made some really solid friendships uh, because of Age of Resistance and that time. So, And I genuinely feel like we have a lot to look forward to in terms of um, each other and things to get excited about together and more amazing conversations and opportunities to get together and re rebuild not rebuild the friendship in a to suggest that it needs to be rebuilt but rebuild in a new way and in you know with opportunities to finally see each other in person those things are on the horizon it might be uncertain as to exactly when and how but i think that Maybe it's just, you know, the I have hope spirit of, of Age of Resistance and the it just this phase can't be forever, especially since it's already changed so much in the past year. We've had little bits of freedom returned back to us here and there. Um, we've seen glimmers of change. We've seen glimmers of of hope for lack of a um, of a better word for it. But I, I do think that there are things to be excited about still things we can hypothesize about being being beautiful on the horizon um in terms of us finding each other um it'll happen definitely yeah yeah i mean that's the thing once once things you know lift up or what what whatnot like yeah i'll definitely um definitely fly over to see you guys Dark crystal like, take you know, over disneyland i feel like it has to happen somehow yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> but 
Yeah, yeah. Well, but oh, um, that'd be nice. but yeah. that, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, looking on the, the positive side of, you know, um, I mean, things I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful that, you know, with this podcast that really Age of Resistance was the thing that really um, changed everything for the podcast. Because, um, I mean, back then it was, you know, we had the books and we had the books to look forward to. Um, and I think, Jamie, I might have even talked to you, I think, one point in 2017. And, and I thought, oh, this might this might be the final year for the podcast because I'm just like, because I wasn't too, yes. yeah, because I was like, oh, well, we had yes. the books to look forward to, but, you know, is there going to be anything else? And yeah, where is this going like, to go? Yeah, go? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Then, yeah. and then, of course, when that all happened in, in May 2017, I'm like, oh, okay, That's I'm going to keep so continuing. Funny for me to um, imagine but, that but, there, but during but, that time you were considering it being the last year of the podcast. For me especially, I'm thinking about how during that time when you guys were just talking about the books coming out, that was when I started listening to the podcast. Like I started listening when you guys were talking about the Joey novels and you were, um, Phil, you had just started doing gathering songs. That was when I became a listener and you were like, I don't know if there's anything else to talk about. And myself as a listener at the time, I was just like, I can listen to these other people just like me talk about stuff I'm excited about forever. Like, (laughs) so it's just crazy how perspective in in that way i was already yeah well and that was pre-may all of that discussion was pre-may so you know 2017 rolls around and you know the books are coming out and but to phil phil was saying this whole time henson is really active on social media this is very interesting they're unusually active and they had a contest here and there and but of course, what all that was was cover for we're we're going to announce a series. And might I add, next year is the 40 year anniversary of the original film, and Henson continues to be fairly active on social media. The IP is as alive as it's ever been. I don't know what they're going to do next year. I don't know if they're going to announce something. I don't know if anyone's picked up the show. They probably even the people we know the closest wouldn't tell us if because they wouldn't they'd under even if like. Even like even if they picked it up and say Louis knew, no. he still wouldn't tell me. Even though I talk to him r- regularly, because he's probably under an NDA. But the best year to announce that is next year. You know, definitely. Yeah. I, not yeah. that I'm but saying there's up no way it won't be anything. Oh no, no, whatever, no. it's gonna be something. Uh, well, Another poster. Yeah. yeah, there'll be something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they don't finish it in a comic or a cartoon, unless it's like. Ant, like the best amazing cartoon ever you know um, what if we get that i will take it and i will eat it up so you don't even uh, or it'll just be like black lotus <laughs> jamie <laughs> jamie's <laughs> but but actually i will say i mean you know that animation test um you know whether we love to hate it i think that animation test is pro was probably much better than <laughs> what we've seen so far with um it's better than the black um, oh yeah trailer. the black yeah um, it is yeah isn't uh, that teaser trailer <laughs> i mean it was pretty there's some interesting moments in it but it was pretty awful wait for what blade runner black lotus it's a cg anime oh, show i haven't seen the yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't I've know i've heard about it do. but i didn't see the trailer oh my goodness yeah <laughs> but ah, for spicy. me it's like um yeah like i i hope they're able if i able to continue with the story i think puppets has to be the way to go i, I think if it's going to be animation or comics i think like i mean it'd still be awesome but i think i'll be i'd have to have my expectations a lot lower yeah the magic of dark it, crystal you know? is because um, of the magic of so. but also to that point lisa henson did say that we want to finish the story with puppets. We know how important it is. That's a, a, a paraphrase, but she essentially said those words. So I think, and if 
with Henson being more alive than they've ever been, and the truth is, the Age of Resistance shot life into Henson in a way Henson had ever had never experienced it since Jim's death, honestly. And maybe the show wasn't as successful on Netflix, but it was successful in the ways it needed to be because it got them movie deals for Fraggle Rock. It's got them deals for HBO, for for Disney. Disney, you know, they're they're doing they're doing so much more, which means money is coming into Disney or to, into Henson. So there's a lot to hope for and. Honestly, if they played their cards right, I don't know how their budgets work, but they could save up their money and do that. Like they could even they could shoot this thing scene by scene and get it done. It doesn't need to be another 10 episode thing to finish the story. It could be a a good two and a half hour movie and have they could finish it then Uh, if they have the right people. How amazing would that be? Yeah, it'd be amazing. I would love another movie. movie. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I mean. (laughs) I know. I know that's the thing. It's just like, cause it is such, you know, I think it's, it's, I, I don't know if it's like one of the very, I don't know if there's ever been a franchise where it's like, we've got the beginning, we've got the end, but we don't have the middle. I don't think like, I don't think there's any franchise that's been in a, in a spot where the dark crystal is like right now. Nothing so, comes to mind. You know, you have to think. And then nothing comes to I'm, mind. Nothing else. <laughs> no, no, that's the thing. Yeah. So I know. So, I know. I mean, definitely next year, like that. You know, with the 40th anniversary, um, I I would certainly hope that the Henson Company mm-hmm, mm-hmm. have something cooking, um, or announcements, or you know, whatever Dark Crystal. Um, I feel like that that sort of has to happen. You know, <laughs> oh, hope to happen. Here's another piece of Anyways, anecdotal, um, hopeful yeah. material. There, we're living in a time now in fandoms where some IPs are collapsing. Um, whether it's Star Wars certainly being revived a little bit, a lot of bit by Mandalorian and some really great shows on Disney, which I love and you guys seem to love as well. Um, yeah, yeah, and I mean, and also Bad Batch is just again, I haven't seen uh, it yet. That's I incredible it. Star Wars. Yeah, if you do get it, okay, maybe I'll watch, watch some it. tonight. Yeah, it's it's been um, really great. Yeah, but, and there's been a lot of IPs lately that have just been really disappointing to their fan base. Really, truly disappointing, and the Dark Crystal is not one of them. The Dark Crystal, you know, you had this miracle happen where this sh- show with 10 episodes happened to not happen. It wasn't an accident. They worked really hard on it. But we this show should have failed, honestly. But it had all the right people in place and Henson trusted the right people and they got the right writers. You cannot ask for an IP in a better position than the Dark Crystal IP. So in that sense, amongst many other ways, reasons i'm very grateful for where the dark crystal is it can only go up and again with weta releasing like original characters like jen and kira not just the mini epics like actual figures of them like we're in a really good place right now like you can go and buy some of the best figures of the dark crystal online and that hasn't been available for 30 years you could never do that um so i feel like this this whole ip is primed for success we're just gonna wait and we're used to that, right? I think so. Yeah, definitely. And, and even like, I was actually, you know, when I listened to our first episode discussion, Jamie, and um, and I actually noted that, like, when the show came out, like, Rotten Tomatoes was on eighty nine percent. Wow. And and two years later, because I d- decided to check it again, it's only eighty eight percent. Wow. So is that like, so it's been consistently like critically received 
that nothing has changed you know it, it, it isn't like you know how some rotten tomatoes how they you know they can go really up or down but you know this has been consistently high um which is still yeah incredible well plus look at the comment thread of anything talking about it look at every single facebook post from henson and from the dark crystal facebook you have all of these hordes of comments of people saying like where's season two it was so good such a shame that it was canceled even on things that aren't even about dark crystal but they're from henson people it's it's noisy up in this fandom because there's there's new fans now. I mean, talk about uh, this cultural uh, phenomenon that has taken place in the past two years thanks to Age of Resistance. Like, I talked about how my whole life I was looked at like a weirdo from my peers because nobody else knew what I was talking about when I would say I love the Dark Crystal. Like, if anything, I would have somebody be like, oh, I kind of remember that movie. It freaked me out when I was little, so I never really watched it again. Or I thought it was weird. Or my parents didn't let me watch it or whatever. Like, that was the closest I got. I would typically only ever bond with people who were like 20 years older than me in my childhood who were familiar with this movie that I was obsessed with, right? But now, now I go out to the grocery store and I'm wearing a Dark Crystal shirt and at least three people will stop me and be like, I love your shirt. That never would have happened four years ago. Or um, I have, I'm going <laughs> um, to toot my horn again, but... <laughs> What was I that? Said, that what th they'd be like, is that with David Bowie? That was a great movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that the David Bowie movie? What is that? That looks really familiar. Um, yeah, that that sort of thing might have happened maybe four years ago. But the or the fact that I have, um, you know, this Henson Creature Shop uh, Skeksis in my garage, and we'll go down and we'll be, you know, messing with it. I'll go down to like clean his costume, gradually, you know, restoring this guy. And if we have the garage open, I'm messing with him, and somebody will walk by. There have been multiple times where somebody will walk by and be like, is that a Dark Crystal puppet? And I'll be like, you know. <laughs> it's that another thing that never would have happened four years ago to me. I could not have fathomed people stopping me at Target to compliment my Dark Crystal shirt um, or know what this puppet in my garage was at all. They'd be like, oh, that's a cool thing. What's that for? So to me, that's just like a humongous just from the perspective of somebody who's been a fan since the beginning how many more fans there are now and how more vocal how much more vocal the fans are now um and it's it's so cool i mean even myself like if i i think it was one time where i went to an ev games or gamestop as it's known in the u.s and um um and i was wearing the dark crystal that that jacket the crew jacket thing and and someone was like oh wow wow that's dark crystal I'm like yeah yeah it's like oh where'd you get that from and all that kind of stuff and um yeah it's just so it's like it's, it's cool that they're still you know yeah getting that interaction where like like you said like many years ago it's like oh you know what's this thing you know eh, whatever yeah, whatever you're yeah. wearing dark crystal okay whatever um but yeah but that's that's the thing like since with you know with the shows coming out like um it's like every day, you know, whether on, you know, on social media, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, I mean, more so with probably Twitter and Instagram that um, I'll always keep seeing, you know, fantastic like fan art of people doing, you know, drawing up the characters from, from the show. And, um, and, and I, I think even like re actually recently, you know, just when I posted on the crystal shard about um, our episode on, um, on our discussion of Tavra, uh, that's just been getting so many comments and just so much interaction and a lot of love and likes you know all that kind of stuff and 
and even someone you know naming their daughter after the character of Tavra which you know I was like wow like that is amazing and I I have met a couple of Kiras in my day who were like in their 30s who were like my age or older who's like my parents named me after the Dark Crystal movie you know 35 years ago or whatever but um but now that <laughs> to see a comment like that of the, a fan who was like I just named my daughter Tavra I was like ah oh, I and then I had this flash of like imagining 15 years from now we have a bunch of teenagers named Tavra and Brea and and I just think like how cool is that that's so amazing yeah. I'm I'm just yeah the I never the tendrils of of the impact of the dark crystal you can see it everywhere and to uh, your point Phil I see it I do see it all I mean it's certainly it's the algorithms and it points us to places that we things that we would like but I see all the time people like bring back the show Where's the show? I uh, can't wait for season two. What's going on with season two? But even if you pull back from that, it's an a grand, it's an Emmy Award winning series, and it's up for a Saturn Award, which is next month. Fingers crossed that it wins. I feel like it will. I I, I don't I don't think there's there's much going up against it in terms of fantasy, unless it goes up against the Mandalorian. And if it does, I, I think we know where that will go. But I don't think it's up against it. Uh, I th- yeah it, it no no I think it's um probably the biggest contender that it's up against is um the uh, the Witcher. Yeah, I was gonna say the Witcher. I'm pretty sure oh, is its yeah. number one oh. competition. Well, I, hope- so I could yeah. see the Witcher <laughs> taking see- it, but honestly, I mean that's that's a fair contest. Like I wouldn't be. I obviously I want Dark Crystal to win, but if something were gonna beat it, that would that would be Dark it. Crystal's just a richer. Um, um yeah experience the witcher is fine yeah it's fun but it's not like this yeah really i don't i've seen the witcher i thought it was it's not great. Groundbreaking. It isn't groundbreaking and it's nothing like yeah it doesn't do anything new it doesn't bring anything that, that makes you think and question like what you your predispositions about the fantasy genre it's not bringing in new fans to fantasy that weren't already fans of fantasy um but yeah, it's not groundbreaking, as you said. It's great. It's fun. I just mean from a perspective of it's very mainstream, very widely appreciated. It's more popular. You could you could call it more successful, finger quotes, on paper. Um, so I could understand that, but I wouldn't agree with it as an artist. <laughs> well, and honestly, the measure of success, like, if you... The Dark Crystal is one of the most successful. The Age of Resistance is one of the most successful shows to come out in the last 10 years in terms of fan reaction, critic response, and award response, honestly. Like, top 10 lists um, rated some of the best fantasy out there, and uh, hopefully it will be it will fall into a more capable hands, to be quite honest. Um, yeah, because, uh, I mean, that, that's, that's really, that's really the, like, the big thing about this show. The, the in only terms of the streaming service. Thing about Age yeah. of, yeah, the only big thing with Age of Resistance was just, it just, you know, didn't get the numbers. Um, it, and that's, you know, that's one thing I'm really curious. Like, you know, we still never, we, we'll, we'll probably never know, like, how, you know, how many people have watched the show, you know, did it even reach a million people, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so, according to Netflix. Yeah. That's the thing. According to Netflix, it didn't get the numbers. But do we know what numbers they're talking about? Have Did we ever get those numbers? Yeah. Because I kind of feel like I, I, in yeah. the... <laughs> I sort of feel like the uh, Gelfling who 
only know history as it's told by the Skeksis a little bit, you know, like we're, we're hearing yeah, their yeah. version of it, but what were those numbers really? I'm mm, because it might just be that it wasn't a special number that they had in their mind, but it's not objectively a bad number real, realistically. We just don't know what those are. So we can't really say it didn't we don't hit know, the numbers yeah. because <laughs> yeah. according to who? Well, and what the net, the numbers that Netflix need to consider something a success are usually triple or quadruple the numbers that a show like or a streaming service like HBO would need or Apple. For instance, when uh, not long after AOR had released, there was some preliminary reports saying that Age of Resistance was more vo- watched than two shows on Apple were. But for Netflix, that's still not a lot of people. They're, you know, they, they have billions of dollars in debt that they need to, so they need to like make content that their people will watch. However, I think having a legacy IP that's performed well, that is being lauded by not just critics and fans, but people like Frank Oz, that's the kind of IP you want to keep you want to keep with you those are the kind of shows you want to keep making not because a ton of people are watching it but because it's quality quality sometimes trumps three gazillion people watching the show like and it's it 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 diversifies your your portfolio honestly but i mean spilt milk it's done the rights are going to revert back to henson i think next year um and we'll see where it goes Hopefully they release it on DVD or Blu-ray. I like I, I honestly I'm gonna cancel That's the next I'm gonna cancel my Netflix, yeah. but I can't until yeah. they release Literally it. On Blu-ray. Physically. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's no excuse. There's no good reason for it to not be on well, Blu-ray. There is. That's the it number keeps one thing. Well on Netflix. They keep people paying. It's not an acceptable yeah. Yeah. reason for us yeah. as fans. It's a good reason, you know, by Skeksis logic, but not by human being logic. Um, we need to have a physical release of that, especially considering, you know, how long after Stranger Things released did they put that on Blu-ray? It feels like immediately. Um, Only season one, though. Not, no more than that. They didn't put any of the other seasons on Blu-ray? I had no idea. No, I do have season one. Although the great thing about season one of Stranger Things is it's a complete season. You don't even almost need the rest. Like, the next two seasons of Stranger Things, oh, they're all right. But they're not like. But they one. still did it. Is my point. They still like yeah, yeah, put it true. on Blu-ray. They still were like, people are gonna buy this. And this is a fandom. The Dark Crystal fandom is made up of people who will drop a thousand dollars for a Weta figure if they can. So clearly, these are people who are going to drop thirty dollars on a Blu-ray set. That's not like even a question. The money they get the money. So. Or release it digitally. Let me yeah. buy it that Any way. Any way you want. So I can un- <laughs> unplug from Netflix, please. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and I think that's a thing. Like, you know, even though it wasn't, you know, successful enough, you know, for, you know, the numbers wise for it to continue on. But I think, um, I, I, I think hence the company, I think they've learned a lot uh, from the experience, you know, and, and also Netflix. I mean, even like Netflix, most of the shows that have been coming out, they're releasing them in, in parts now. Um, so I don't know whether Age of Resistance was one of, the, one of those shows where it's like, oh, you know, like maybe had had the show been, you know, released in like two parts, for example, um, whether that would have worked a bit better or, yeah, it, it's one of those things, I guess we'll never know. But um, 
yeah it does make me think about you know and if they do continue yeah with the franchise i think you know learning the things from their experiences on age of resistance and it's like well how can we how can we up our game you know to to get as many eyeballs you know watching the show if that is the case of you know the the reasons of um yeah um you know the following stories weren't gonna continue on with netflix yeah well as long as the fans stay loud as long as the comments keep pouring the the podcast keep <laughs> nerding out together people keep listening people keep making their thoughts and their opinions known the artists keep creating because you know i'm, I'm a part of a dark crystal fan uh, discord and there's a whole section on there for fan art and a whole section on there for fan fiction and a whole section on there for just like discussing lore not the character but what lore means but also the character and it's just the fandom is so much bigger than i think a lot of people realize certainly bigger than i had realized at first and it's certainly bigger than it ever has been up until this point as we've already talked about and it's just like as long as as we continue to do stuff and don't just like roll over and be like well that's it let's not talk about it anymore um because honestly crazier things have happened look at um i know jamie's not a huge fan of it but it is an infamous example of when a fandom gets loud enough to make things happen but what happened with firefly and serenity um you know this show was canceled after um on a (laughs) non-ending and then after a certain amount of time you know fans made it happen where where more or uh, veronica mars is another great example um where the fans banded together to get a movie made and then several years after that they banded together to get another final season of the show put on um what was it on hulu i think hulu ended up buying it um so it's not impossible yeah because because i remember i think with um, veronica mars like that was like the biggest i think it was like the biggest yeah. like, kickstarter um it was a big crowdfunded thing film, the know. show yeah. was yeah. over <laughs> And uh, then a few years went by and fans were like, we need more of this. And they crowdfunded a movie. And then a few years after that, they were like, we want more of this again. And they crowdfunded and uh, managed to get Hulu's attention. And Hulu bought the rights and made another season of the show. And so, like, this kind of thing (laughs) that we're hoping happens is not impossible. It's nowhere near impossible. Oh, no. And it could be in the works already, to be honest with you. And if it is, they're not going to tell us until things are in place and they're ready to announce it. Um, I really hope, and I don't, again, I would just love a film, a good two and a half hour film to wrap things up. Um, And honestly, I battle just not not being um, angry at Netflix all the time, every time I see them. Well, honestly, because they cancel everything all the time. But I also feel like things are changing for shows where shows are, are being released as limited series so they 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 can bypass the acts because what's happening is these shows are being greenlit they're being produced and released and then they're being canceled after one season like you can't do that to people you just can't do it to people even if it's not getting like if you do that to people and you keep doing that to people even if you don't think that the numbers are there in terms of viewership you're going to make people angry and you've got like so you need to have a plan in place okay let's cancel the show but let's try and finish the story somehow let's let's honor our viewers the way that we want them to honor us by keeping their membership it's a two-way street 
Um, so I feel like we're moving in that direction, um, but I'm rooting for the Dark Crystal. I'm rooting for the people behind AOR to come back and to finish the story in whatever way that is, whether it's via Apple or whether it's Henson saying we're going to do this ourselves. I mean, at this point, Henson might be able to get the capital. They might be able to get $60 million in capital to fund a show for HBO Max or Disney or whoever. And we're living in a time where yeah, they need studios, it. Yeah. streaming studios are just dying for content they're they're paying arm and leg for content so this is a good place to be so there's no reason to crossed. roll over and say well see you in another 30 years yeah, exactly yeah yeah so yeah <laughs> no because we'll all be old as <laughs> i mean if i'm watching the next dark crystal movie in the nursing home with jamie i could be doing a <laughs> we'll lot worse but... there's bars on their doors they're fighting they fight too much <laughs> Um, but Uh, but I I don't think that'll be the case no I feel like we're gonna get something soon but I will say uh, I know we're not getting more Dark Crystal but just uh, there are some great shows that are fantasy driven like Apple's Foundation which is coming up it it releases this year actually towards the fall which looks phenomenal Apple has a lot of money they don't have the kind of debt Netflix has so they can just spend whatever they want on whatever show that they want Um, Amazon is the same way so there's a lot coming down the pipelines for us to enjoy as we continue to watch the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance over yeah, and over. Definitely, yeah, yeah. So much other content, you know, yeah, even in the, the fantasy genre, just to keep supporting that genre. Um, and yeah, certainly hope the, for um, for things to come for the franchise. I know, yeah, this year's sort of been a very, a very quiet year, but, you know, as we sort of known that, you know, that they're just sort of in a regrouping mode at the moment, then um, with Hanson Company, they're still, I think, you know, at the time they were probably trying to figure out how do we, how do we move the franchise forward, you know, besides just, you know, merchandise that sort of scatters about or, um, or, or even, I mean, I mean, there had been things like, you know, we got this um, RPG game, which I think supposedly is going to come out later this year, which we'll definitely be talking about in future episodes of the podcast. Um, Who's making that? And, uh, River Horse. Oh, that's uh, River Horse. Yeah, they're making yes. it. Yeah, they're the ones that yeah, made the They um, made the, the Labyrinth game. tabletop RPG as years. well. Um, and they made the Dark Crystal board game, and yeah, we've uh, got a l- little intel about that more TBA later. But um, that's awesome. But yeah, the tabletop RPG, which I mean, I've been crossing my claws for a tabletop version of Dark Crystal for <laughs> so <claws>. long. Yeah. <laughs> um, <talons>. My talents <laughs> for yeah. I mean. <laughs> so many dark crystal fans are also uh rpg fans and D players there's a huge overlap of those two worlds and uh, so it's very very smart that river horse got on top of that and i'm so stoked to start being able to talk about that more because oh do i got stuff to say and i can't say it yet but i'm uh, is it is there a release date yeah i think i, I think later this year yeah because i i think some i did remember um uh i think janet i think who uh has been doing the writing i think for for the um, RPG game and I think someone asked her about that and she said that I think there was still it's pretty much at the final stages um, and that yeah it's still uh, playing to be out um, uh, here, here we go here we sorry I was just looking on Twitter now um, this is on August the 3rd someone asked uh, she said I just submitted my buyer and pick for the cover which usually means they'll be sending things to the printer soon 
Um, and as far as I know, they're still on schedule for an end of 2021 release. Just in time uh, for, the, here. for the 40-year anniversary, which, again, next year's a 40-year anniversary. What a huge year next year's going to be for IPs. Like Blade Runner 40 years, E.T., I mean, so many movies. Dark Crystal, oh my God, there's just... Yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing. 1982 was just a big, massive year for for fandom. Like 30-year anniversary yeah, of Alien yeah, 3. Just... Whatever. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah so i know so i think i mean that, that's a that's a big thing that we sort of have is fingers crossed that um next year is gonna be a bigger year but i mean even i know this year's been quiet but i mean it hasn't been quiet for us because we're still talking about dark crystal and going through the um the character discussions and just sort of um yeah just just having a lot of fun fun you know just chatting dark crystal a lot and, of special guests and even i think a lot of a lot of cool yeah, interviews so, yeah, man yeah definitely yeah yeah and um I, I think i can i'll talk about this now but i mean you know we we have recorded um a very special um episode that'll come out on an, an audio commentary uh episode seven uh with um sydney myself and and, and harvey that's awesome you guys already recorded um, it so that was that yeah. is awesome yeah yeah that yeah, was yeah such yeah. a delight i was like being best friends with harvey and <laughs> i mean we're best friends now. <laughs> That's um, great. Yeah, he he replies to <laughs> my really comments nice on Instagram. Um, he's a he's a treasure, absolute treasure of a human. So that was that was so much fun, just like watching uh, his work with him and and having him like give us some insight as to the the process of uh, going from page to screen of the the entire process of how that episode looked while it was in development to, compared to what we ended up seeing so i think we'll we'll probably we'll have to wrap up uh run out of time so we'll we'll definitely wrap up for for us you know on our episode of you know trial by stone looking back two years from the show and i still and even when i listened to that show our first episode i think you know i said it's one of the greatest pilots and i i still i still take my word for that i think it's definitely one of the the best sort of first episodes of television um ever yeah like i think they did a really great job of setting things up you know for new viewers but you got something for you know for the fans you know for you know people that grew up with the films and you know, ourselves and whatnot and um yeah it just um still still very incredible and um yeah way ahead of its time and and hopefully it just catches up you know you know if we get the sort of the following stories to come <laughs> If you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash darkcrystalpodcast. Follow us on Instagram at darkcrystalpodcast and on Twitter at darkcrystalpod. If you'd like to support the show, subscribe to the podcast, write a review on Apple Podcasts and consider being our Patreon supporter at patreon.com forward slash dark crystal podcast thank you all so much and stay tuned for the next episode of trial by stone this podcast is brought to you by thamescon bringing conventions to oxford and london including the great conjunction 
the first ever dark crystal convention in the world. For more information, visit their website at www.thegreatconjunction.com.